Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast again. Every week we hope to bring you news and information that helps home sellers and buyers save and tens of thousands of dollars in their next transaction. And for those people that are out there internationally that have been tuning in, we thank you very much. We understand that much of the information we've been sharing is nationally transferable across borders. And for those real estate agents that have been picking up on these hints and tips and uh, and building a bit of better business from it, we wish you all the very best of luck. And uh, we look forward to bringing you even more of this information that we know is relevant to all people that are engaging in transactional activity around real estate. And this week, the high baller strategy and what that means for home sellers. So most people are quite familiar with what a, a low baller strategy is, and maybe you've been a low baller in the past, and that's that person that uh, is out there that sees a price on a property and comes in aggressively under that price and then sandbags themselves in negotiation uh, to in, in the hope that the vendor eventually capitulates and then accepts their offer. Now, it's normally a, a low-motivated buyer. It's uh, somebody who... Um, doesn't need to transact in the foreseeable future and so has time on their side and is more than happy to uh, negotiate and play the game as a result because really there's very little or no consequence to them doing it other than they might just well end up with a bargain. So they're not the best buyers, they're not the most motivated buyers. Most people do understand that that's what defines a low baller purchaser. So what's a high baller? Well, a high baller is well, somebody who comes in high. And so what's their strategy in doing that? Well, often the strategy is a simple one. It's to secure the property ahead of much competition. And so for those people that have been following the podcast and my newsletters over recent weeks, you've been more than aware that our marketplace is, well, it's quite the straw man marketplace. And what do I mean by that? I mean, it looks big and scary, but ultimately if you poke inside, there's not much substance to it. Uh, So there's an enormous amount of interest in any new release in the first week or three. Uh, that's much because there's not a lot of, uh, by way of re- new releases that have been entering the marketplace, nor do we expect there to be too many between now and Christmas. So this dynamic is one that's likely to continue to play out until well into the early new year. So high ballers are starting to emerge. Now, these are people that identify that it is a competitive marketplace. They understand that a low baller strategy isn't going to work. They're also somewhat more motivated as a purchaser to find a property, but what they're frustrated by is a lack of availability and uh, and the fear of loss as well is uh, something that haunts them uh, after they've made an offer. So these are people that are still seeking to keep their options open and to secure property, and they understand that their best chance of doing that is by coming in high. Now, if only their intention was to remain at a high figure, but often it is not. And as a matter of fact, they consciously come in with a highball offer with the intention of reducing their offered figure and they'll look for points of negotiation. I'll do this through the cooling off period, but often they'll use the leverage that's uh, there in a building inspection clause. Now, a lot of buyers will provide, uh, sorry, a lot of agents will provide buyers with uh, the opportunity to undertake building inspection either in the cooling off period or provide them, say, five business days by which to do so. Now, the five business day period is often more than enough for the high baller purchaser to come in high with their offer, secure the property, use the ensuing best part of a week to get their builder through, and then use that building inspection to renegotiate a price that's in their favour. Now, it's not entirely in good faith. I don't think in most cases these buyers are, uh, are essentially 
looking to purchase the property for the price they paid. As a matter of fact, the motivation is to offer high and to buy much, much lower. Um, and in some part, that's because they've offered too much in the first place and they've carried out some due diligence with respect to values elsewhere. But what they have done, and quite shrewdly, is kept their foot in the door and kept their opportunity to purchase your property open if you're indeed the, purchase, uh, the, the property that they've purchased. So now where, how does that leave you if you're the home seller? Well, you can often leave you high and dry. In other words, you've accepted what you think is the best offer in good faith, uh, only to find out that that buyer has other motives and is seeking to secure your property for a figure dramatically less than that which they've originally contracted. Um, this can leave a great deal of bitterness and frustration. It can mean that often buyer, home sellers will say goodbye to that buyer out of frustration and as an emotional rejerk, a knee-jerk reaction to that purchaser's behaviour and say goodbye to them and push that buyer away uh, only to find that the, the, the rest of the interest that was there has long since dissipated and those buyers have evaporated often into the ether. So leaving the buyer high and dry with only that one purchaser that's highballed to negotiate with and that can often be a little bit embarrassing when you've already told that buyer to go take a jump. Um, so where does that leave home sellers? Well, it leaves you in quite a precarious position because the market is quite finite. Yep, it's the first week or three you've got to get a great price. After that, it's the theory of diminishing returns. So it does become tough for home sellers who've been on the market for any more than a month to get the very best price for their home. And so when's a home seller going to get a great price? It's usually in the early competition that a home seller would receive in the first week or three of being on the market. And then what happens if you accept a high baller offer only to find that it dissipates in front of you? Well, um, all of those scenarios can be somewhat avoided by employing and engaging an agent uh, that's got the experience to see through these high ball strategies. And we've seen a lot of that type of activity over recent times and been able to successfully suggest to our vendors that these aren't the best buyers and this is not the best offer even though it's the highest offer. And it takes a high degree of trust and understanding from a home seller to be able to digest that information and to resist the temptation to accept the very best offer um, and uh, to accept the recommendation of the agent um, and to move forward with what is the strongest offer and the one that's most likely to, to settle. So how do you know that you've engaged the best agent? Well, the best agent would be more than familiar with how to handle this type of buyer strategy. The highballer strategy in particular is one that throws a lot of young agents, a lot of new agents that have entered the marketplace, of course, and make that recommendation, this is the highest, this is the best, and not necessarily see the writing on the wall. Well, we've seen it more than enough and are able to uh, provide our clients with the right advice so that they can make an educated, informed decision as to which is the right way to go when they've got multiple offers on the table. And so if it's advice like that, you, that you're seeking, then my best advice is to contact us directly. You can, of course, do that by simply commenting below or getting in contact with us on any of the socials or emailing us. If you're not already a recipient of our newsletter, please log on to uh, our newsletter and make sure that you're getting that every week so that you are not missing the very best information that's available to home buyers and sellers uh, here in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much for joining me and we'll look forward to talking with you next week. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Dave Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.